This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. I had battery packs and stuff for pumpkins, so I'd have to do each pumpkin by itself. Oh, my. With my kayak, I'd wait till high tide comes out. <laughs> sure. And I'll run by my kayak really quick, pull the top off, change the batteries, put new ones in, and good for three days. Then I just kind of did my cycle, and it only took 20 minutes. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. Hi, producer Doug. Today, uh, we are joined in the studio uh, by John and Steve to talk about the You'll Love Tacoma sign. This is uh, a beautiful sign that uh, lights up. You might have seen it uh, at Titlow Beach or elsewhere in Tacoma. So I'm excited about that. I'm also excited to tell you that uh, one of the sponsors of this podcast and Channel 253 is Tacoma Arts Live. And coming up, March 14th, is the musical Disenchanted. Forget the fairy tale princesses you think you know. These royal renegades have come to life to set the record straight. So that's coming up. Thanks to uh, Tacoma Arts Live for your support. You can find tickets for that show and many others at TacomaArtsLive.org. And now let's get to the podcast. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Dan and John. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's uh, a pleasure. Would you introduce uh, yourselves as the 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 two folks behind uh, the the Yule two five three Heart Tacoma? And I want to ask you what to call it, but for now, go ahead. Hi, I'm uh, Steve Nacrado. Steve, yeah. I called you Stan. Um, That's really embarrassing. Not the first time. I didn't even hear that. I don't hear well, well now from I my right said side, it. so I, I wasn't ignoring you. I just didn't hear you. <laughs> Super embarrassing. Go ahead, John. Oh, it's okay. I'm John Nelson. I go by John James. This is my artist name, but uh, I uh, am an artist at Coma who just had an idea, and that's me and Steve here talking that idea with you guys. So, so tell me, tell me what the what to call this. Uh, I, I, it's like a Yule <laughs> Heart or Yule Two Five Three Heart Tacoma. How do oh, you? Oh man, we had a couple ideas. Was Yule Heart, Yule Love? Yeah. You know. I think, what do we settle on? You'll I think love. we ended up on You'll Love Tacoma. You'll Love Tacoma. So we snagged that domain name. Nice. We, we haven't done anything with it yet. But, okay. Um, I was kind of surprised it was still available. Uh, we started with actually You'll Like Tacoma. Um, and, and and for the, oh. those who don't know, let's let's dive into the history of You'll Like Tacoma. So there was a sign in back, in, back in the day. 1910. Yes. Yes. It was almost 100 years to the date, which was kind of, or 110 years to the date. Um, but uh, so, yeah, in 1910, uh, there was uh, the Expo, Alaskan, Yukon Alaskan well, Expo. Yeah, up in Seattle, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. It was, uh, they were trying to broadcast to keep people down to Tacoma, to get them down here to come and see Tacoma, too. And all of a sudden, it worked, I guess. And they had to sign. The letters were 20 feet tall. Um, yeah, when it, when you look at the picture, it, like if you look, if you squint, it looks like there's people standing at the is. base it's of this like Holly, Hollywood yep. land size sign. Yep. Yeah. It's so cool. Somebody had a big a big dream and pulled it <laughs> off. I mean, a 20 foot high letter that made up that sign. Plus, it was lit, and it was on the shores. It started out on the shores of Lake Union, so that they could see it from across the way from the expo, right, or yes. something like that. Yes. And I think they had like a million people 
through that. I mean, it was incredible numbers. So whoever the the guy was that came up with that idea was uh, was one of the early uh, Tacoma promoters. Yeah, I've always wondered if it ever had to do with like the timing of the Hollywood sign. It's about I don't know to, when that was. So it, yeah. it feels like at the uh, sometimes someone's like, you know what, we need mm-hmm. a really big sign. <laughs> Leave I went, it to the northwest to top them, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, you'll like Tacoma. I mean, that's a very long yeah. Yeah. statement. Yes, it was. Um, and so we had this sign. We were advertising Tacoma, mm-hmm. and then I feel like no one really knew about it. At least I didn't know about it until like 2005 when that photo was reproduced for Tacoma Arts Month and yeah. suddenly it just was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It felt like people people were like, yes, this is this is our message. Yeah. Um that's at least when I first became well, aware of it. The message like as far as far as for me, uh the message would be like I was already into stuff on the pilings for the past years and I wanted down at, to, Titlow. Down at Titlow Beach. And I wanted to do things uh something else other than holidays. So I was like, What can I do? And the sign came up to mind and then I wanted to do something big and a heart or a two five three heart. I mean, it's kind of the heart to the city, you know. So back to that's well, yeah. name is Steve. We had to collaborate, you know. It's but, his heart and my sign, so here we are, you know. So so let's let's talk about the heart. So again, I, I sometimes when I when I do this podcast, I think about someone who's new to the art scene. Let's say mm-hmm. they're they they fled from Seattle, they were priced out, they want to join our art scene and they might not know everything. Yeah, and so well, they, they they've perhaps seen the two five three heart on people's cars, on people's laptops. What's the story? That is for you, Steve. Well <laughs> uh you know, it started with Daniel Blue. Um, Daniel is the the artist that created the design. I believe it was in around nineteen or uh, two thousand and seven. And it's an interesting story. Um, he was they were actually dumpster diving behind Stadium Thriftway. He Oliver Doris, uh, Who Oliver has Fulcrum. a Fulcrum Gallery. Really, really talented glass artist has been around Tacoma for years. And Daniel Blue of Moto Pony and Moto Pony, Moto Pony, yeah. and. I, I came to know Daniel. Uh, we just had mutual friends. We became friends. I always called him the Pied Piper of the underground art scene for Tacoma. He escaped Bonnie Lake. Uh, he moved to Tacoma. And he, you know, he's just one of those born creatives. Yeah. Um, he, was not, uh, he was not made for a nine-to-five existence. And so he always made his way through his own creative instincts. Um, and the 253 heart became part of that. Uh, he was doodling. It was uh, Christmas Eve uh, over at, um, uh, I believe it was Oliver's house up on Hilltop. And he was uh, doodling this technique in graffiti where you don't lift the pen off the paper. And he looked down, turned it sideways, and saw that he had doodled the 253 area code into the shape of a heart. Hmm. I believe and, they call it one lining is what it's termed. Okay. Yeah. One lining, okay, and so um, from that he started making. Uh, at, at the time, he he had a, a clothing brand called Loyalty. So he was doing making his own clothes. He was kind of repurposing, kind of upcycling clothing, and um, he started using it on his clothing brand. And then he started screen printing T-shirts. And I always felt that it was kind of a gift to Daniel. Yes, he created it, but. The way it just kind of showed up for him, uh, it kind of helped underwrite his artistic existence until he found what he was really meant to be doing, which was motor pony. Yeah. 
I was, uh, I, I've seen the original sketch. It briefly hung at uh, Suite 133, a co-working space back in the, in the aughts. And it was, it's a, it's a cool sketch and, and it's captured really well in the, in the stickers and the things that many people see it. How, how many, I mean, do you know, like, do you know how many cars, ha- like, like, like sales, <laughs> like, like, cause it seems like it's everywhere. It seems like yeah. if you live in Tacoma, you gotta have a I wish tattoos. it was. I wish it was <laughs> everywhere. Uh, it does seem like that. I, I, I think it's just under 10 million, you know, just right. It's nine to 10 million. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's, um, you know, I'm going to guess it's around 40,000 wow. actually. That's yeah. so cool. And I, I come bearing gifts. So oh, uh, wow. here, here's a couple you can, you can, if you're not sporting one on your car now, you can. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it it you know it's 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 been it's been a really interesting ride. I I became the owner of it because Daniel was living with me. I was managing him and his band at the time, and and we were living in a in an apartment downtown. And I said, Hey Daniel, you know if you really want to make a career in music, then you need to leave Tacoma. And so he took my advice, moved to Seattle so he could be with his bandmates, and that's when Moto Pony really took off. I had kind of taken it as far as I could. Um, produce the album, help him set up the the, the band, find the band members, uh, rent the space, produce the first CD. Which I've done a lot of projects, and really that's one of my one of my prouder uh, projects that I've been involved in. Um, before we get back to the two five three heart and the and the you'll love Tacoma sign, tell me about that. What what year was that that, that you gave him that advice? Do you think it was? In or around 2011, yeah, I think do 2010. You, we we did the CD release party uh, at the Grace Baptist downtown. Um, that was in 2009, I think. Wow. Um, so it's been yeah, it's it's been ten years do, since that release. What's your sense of what you would tell that? Tell him right now if he were in that same place. Yeah, good, that's a good could, question. Could you stay in Tacoma and, and make a music career work? Do no, you think? I don't. Honestly, still I mean, Seattle. There really isn't a track record of that. Back in the day, I mean, we had you know from Nirvana. I mean, there's been a lot of bands that have. They weren't really launched from Tacoma. They came through Tacoma. The Ventures. Um, and, but yeah. honestly, right now, if if it was ten years ago, I'd probably say go to Nashville or Los Angeles or New York. Uh, simply because, you know, unfortunately, we just don't have the media here that can really, you know, launch a career. You, they do in Seattle. They do in the bigger cities, in Tacoma still, you know, for whatever reason. Media just it's, it doesn't have the firepower to, to get you noticed. I remember uh, hmm. when Starbucks did their, like, you know, free song of the day if you were in a Starbucks. Like, right. you know, one of their one of that band songs was one of the songs of the day. And I think you're right. I'm not sure you could have gotten that to happen if you were— a Tacoma band at that point, you probably had to be Seattle and get picked up by some of the bigger, uh, yeah, get re- get recognized. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I mean, phenomenally talented people. You know, it, there's there's a million of them out there. What I always recognized in Daniel was, um, you know, because everybody wants to be a rock star, right? They want to be the quarterback. They want to be the rock star. They want to be the CEO. But are you willing to put in the the time and the effort and the blood, sweat, and tears. And I, the work ethic was always there, and it still is yeah. for Daniel. Yeah. But you also have to not only be supremely talented, but you have to catch lightning in a bottle. And only a few people uh, get to do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I want to turn over to you, you John. What's your okay. uh, artistic background? Uh, well, uh, it all started from uh, my trade. I'm an electrician by trade, so I, I've been 
progressively doing things. I've done writing and tried to play instruments, tried to do stuff. And I'm just trying to find my niche creativity in a creative way. And it came across just finding a copper and lights and electrical mixing to where I could do something artistic. And it turned out to be that I had my background was the pilings and no one had ever done anything out there, out there before. So I took it upon myself to try to do it. And it was liked and I kept doing it and doing it. And then it just kept getting liked and liked and liked. And then I, uh, so basically like I do a lot of things. So, so I want to rewind slightly. Did, did you have, did you did you get into the being an electrician kind of work because you had an artistic vision no. and being and okay so it was the reverse you I've had been this, electrician you had, for since ninety six so you had the skills yeah and then you saw an interesting way to apply them to a new project uh, yeah about what twenty three twenty three years later so so is yeah. is, is, is the the you'll you'll love Tacoma the first like what what you would call like an artistic uh, no okay. No. Tell me about tell um, me tell me about the first one for uh, you. Pumpkins, 2017. What's that? Uh, put pumpkins on the pilings. People liked it. Started out as three. But really cool car pumpkins. <laughs> all, so, so, all lit up. Yeah, they so were. The we're, lighting changed. The lighting got better and better. But it first started out with the little battery powered candles that I could get. But the first of all, the idea came from a guy that I saw do it prior, uh, and I just wanted to add to it. Um, and I did, and then he uh, he came back the next year when I came back and did the pumpkins. So we're talking about the the, the Titlow Beach pilings. It used to be all like an pilings. old ferry dock yeah. before the Narrows had yeah. a bridge. Looking birds everywhere. It looks really cool in the background with the sunset. Yeah, it's a really nice place. And, and, um, and you took a boat out there and installed some pumpkins. I put some pumpkins out there the first time in seventeen, and with a kayak with my buddy. Wow. And uh, then it just turned out to be I wanted to do more. So in 17 and Christmas, I put up some inflatables with a solar panel and blah, 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 pilings and stuff. Same thing. Pictures, it's really cool. A lot did, of it. Did you like, have issues with uh, Department of Ecology, um, Mentor Parks, <laughs> any of these other well, agencies? I never uh, necessarily asked permission. Right. So what happened is I just kept getting feedback, and I got some feedback by the right people who were there at the right time, and I asked the right questions, and they said, don't worry, you're fine. <laughs> so I'm like, Okay, so then I just kept going, and then the cycle died after I did the first Christmas in seventeen and went to eighteen Valentine's Day, and then it died all the way throughout till the following year, which I cycled through again three times. Then added shamrocks on on uh, St. Patrick's Day, and then I couldn't stop. I was like, I got four <laughs> times now, and then I was brewing, and then Steve, I hit him up right after Shamrock came down, and uh, we started the sign, and that was up in June. Yeah. And then it went back right through to Halloween and Christmas, and now it's going to Valentine's Day. And the artwork's on my table right now, getting ready to go up here in about three days. Steve, you've done a lot of different things. Are you an entrepreneur? Are you tired? (laughs) You're tired. (laughs) Are you an entrepreneur? Are you uh, an artist? Are you a creative? Like, like, how do you think of yourself? You know, I I've been a kind of a serial entrepreneur. My last real job was before I opened the Beach House restaurant. I worked for Janine Tirano, which, come to find out, you reminded me the other day that you interned there. Which, I did, at uh, Business Internet Services, which on, Topia Technologies. Okay, heard, so yeah. we were downtown. I mean, we were down, like, on Pacific then? Yeah. Or, okay. So, yeah, I I bugged Janine because I at the time I was really interested, you know, what was happening online with the Internet. I just felt... You know, the ability to have a business online that was open 24-7, 365 days a year, and you basically didn't have to hire any employees was a really phenomenal 
opportunity, you yeah. know, and so how do you harness that? I ended up um, as a um, as an outside salesperson, and we ended up with some pretty significant accounts. Um, and and then my brother decided to move back from Los Angeles. Uh, and that's Gordon. Prodding. Yes. And I suggested that it was time for us to do our dream, our 20-year dream of doing a restaurant together. And that became the Beach House at Purdy. Yeah. And so for the next 20 years, I was in and out of restaurant projects. I, I tried to escape it <laughs> after uh, Pacific Grill. Um, and I thought I was going to be a photographer. Uh and I had my first show at the Fulcrum Gallery. Cool. Um, and I had never really done much black and white. And Oliver said, you know, the whole show has to be black and white. So that was scary. And I, and I would say to any artist, like, listening, you know, just say yes. You'll figure it out. Um, it, and if you're scared, then you're in the right place. Um, but I, mm -hmm. I said yes, and I ended up selling, I think we sold about 35 pieces. And wow. so that, that was very encouraging. And, and then the next, uh, I had one other show at uh, the Robert Daniel Gallery, uh, the old contemporary gallery down on um, 27th, I think, in Fawcett, okay. Robert Stalker and his cousin. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. that yeah, was it was a beautiful, beautiful gallery. We're getting a phone and call in the middle of our, <laughs> thank you. Tell him I'm, tell totally, him I'm totally fine. So th that's when I met Robert Stocker. Robert and I ended up being partners at Shake, Shake, Shake. Yeah. And um, so, you know, you never know where, they, uh, where the next introduction and the next venture and, and all of that comes from. But basically, it's, it's just been trying to figure out, like, what can I do without getting a real job? You know, so now, <laughs> now um, I'm, I'm on the last chapter of that. I got out of the restaurant business, and I'm trying to figure that out. So, okay. Yeah. Um, that's a good question, and I'm I'm still uh, trying to uh, trying to figure that out. Coming up on I'll be 64 in April, so okay, uh, one more reinvention, and then I'm I'm gonna call it a, call it a day. That's yeah. about right where I'm at too. I uh, took a break from my normal job, working nine to five for somebody, so I could do the sign out on the pilings last year at the summer. But because I knew it took a, it was going to take a lot going out there as much as I did and everything. So I took a leap, and I was like, okay. So I've been kind of running myself doing. Doing more uh, independent things throughout this whole time and keep myself busy. Now I'm to a point where I'm starting to boost back up to where I can maybe become a contractor now where I wanted to be, you know, to begin with. So to work in nine to five for somebody. So incorporating art with being an electrical contractor is going to be really good for me when I can get that all settled and then awesome. work in situations. So, yeah, it's a real little reinvention, you know. I mean, sometimes you got to take a dive to get back up. That's, so. what, the art, that's what the arts are for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to dive straight into the sign and talk all about it. So cool. just we'll be right back. This is Nate Bowling, Alaska Air MVP and host of the Nerd Farmer podcast. If there's something I like as much as shaping the minds of the next generation in the classroom, it's travel. I travel for work, I travel for fun, I travel just to show up somewhere different in the world for a few days. What I appreciate about Alaska Airlines is that for all that traveling, I earn a mile for every mile flown on Alaska. Not just points or what I spent, it's a true mileage plan in every sense of the word. And Alaska almost always flies directly where I want to go. From SeaTac, I can catch a flight to almost everywhere I want to be in North America without a transfer in Atlanta or Philly that delays me by hours. So if you want to add a leg to your trip, by all means, visit the travel sites. But if you want to fly direct and earn real miles while you do, then do what I do. Book at alaskaair.com. Thank you, Alaska, for your sponsorship of Channel 253. 
Thank you to uh, the sponsors of this episode, and thank you to the members of Channel 253 who support the good work of this podcast and all of the other shows that we have. If you haven't listened, go check them out, and if you like what we're doing, please consider supporting us at channel253.com slash membership. Okay, we are back to talk about the You'll Love Tacoma sign. So you had a... you had. And John, I'm looking at you. You had a lot of. Uh, you'd been doing pumpkins and clovers, and then and you had clovers you had a big a big vision and stuff. And I just wanted more than the holidays because I felt I was branding myself as holidays, and I didn't want that. Okay, I wanted to be more than that. So, how did you first think you'll heart Tacoma? How did you find Steve? Well, I found him through. Uh, a friend of mine named Kevin, well, not through him, but the idea of the heart came because of a meeting we had regarding uh, some ways to just uh, for me to take copper and LEDs and do some cool stuff with it. And he thought about, you know, that heart that could use that could be lit up really nice. And yeah. I was like, hmm. so then I looked up what the heart was and found it on the Internet. I read the whole story. That's where I heard about one lining. The whole term for what how the mm-hmm. heart is driven, and uh, I was like, "Wow, well, let me reach out to this guy." So, name, Facebook, you know, you know the rest. So, <laughs> <laughs> what what drew you to the project? Well, um, he out of the blue, you know, contacted me and said, "I've got an idea for an art project." So we we met at the uh, at the Beach Tavern, and over a couple of beers, he talked about his vision for it, and I was like, "That's a great idea." I you know, I'm I'm all in. Um, I asked those those questions about, you know, um, like I said, I think Metro Parks is the owner of the property, and he suggested that it wasn't going to be a problem, and so we just we just ran with it, and there was a bunch of people that were excited about it. Grit City Magazine jumped in and kind of documented the whole process, uh, but but John was the driving force. It was his it was his vision. It was his. I mean, the the tons of hours that went into it. Um, I'm always the unskilled, unpaid laborer, um, and so I did what I could. Um, but you do the background stuff; I do the dirty work, and you do the clean work. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but he has a bunch of friends, you know, that were in his uh, dining room. We were eating pizza, drinking beer. Listening soldering to music, lights, soldering, and, and I was out cutting. on the water installing stuff, and these guys were getting ready for us to finish it that one night. Yeah, but we didn't get the heart up in time. Tell tell right. me, um, tell me, give me give me some. Do you know any facts about this? Like like how big is it, or how oh, many yeah. lights? Uh, uh, well, the first initial it, it runs between twenty five to twenty six and a half feet, depending on how, if I shrink it down or because it's all individual letters. Wow. Um. So you have Yola's five pieces. Uh. Tacoma six and the heart being one. So I doing it all over again, I definitely probably do it as like you'll love Tacoma. Three pieces, yeah, basically. Yeah, because it would just be easier to do, but this it's just you know, but you live and learn. You live and you learn and uh we're working on new ways to do it, but it was done DIY. I mean what, it was what's done it, with what's it made out of? Oh man. <laughs> well <laughs> duck, we lots did, of duct tape, right? <laughs> yeah, there's some no gorilla tape to be yeah. gorilla to tape. Build, the exact three inch and two inch gorilla tape. Um, there's paint. There's caulking. There's LEDs. There's pl- laser cut plexiglass. There's uh, plywood, um, metal backing for stability on the ends and stuff. But it's pretty basic. Um, 
if you get down to it, you know, it's just not waterproof, but that Gorilla Tape actually is pretty waterproof when you use enough of it in the right ways. And it was, it's very tediously done, put on there properly. That's why I can keep it out in the open and people like, you can't really see how it's made because wow. I put a lot of time into it. It, it was amazing when he first let it up because um, the, the LED strips were maybe a half inch wide. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, yeah. And, you know, the height of the letter and it, it is remarkably yeah, twenty six uh, inches high. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's one point four six watts per foot of LED strip, and each light has between eighteen to thirty six inches of LED strip, or yeah, each letter. You know, not given the sign has like seventy two feet of it, or I'm sorry, thirty feet of it total. But so altogether, I got about seventy feet of LEDs at one point four six watts per foot at twelve volts. You know, it's not a lot of power. You knew that. I'm, I'm going to rely on you yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah, that yeah. because my mental it's, math got lost there. And it's there. safe. It's very safe because it's 12 volts. And, you know, sure. that's how I get away with doing what I'm doing out there without electrical and the city all over me is because they know it's really safe. What what powers it? And it looks damn good. It does. <laughs> what powers it? 12-volt uh, batteries, deep cycle batteries, uh, batteries plus. You can get them any day, any size. How so, long does it last? Um, it just depends. I want better ones. My batteries are pretty old. I'd like to upgrade, but I can. It depends what I draw, really, what I do and how much power draw and how long I leave it on. But typically I go for between two days lit full time and uh, full, and sometimes it's five days. It just depends on what I've got lit up. Is, was it uh, was it on like a photo cell? So it turned um, off during the day, or did you have to like literally go out there and it turn it on and off? It started pretty basic. I, I was turning on and off, and I didn't have, I had battery packs and stuff for pumpkins, so I'd have to do each pumpkin by itself. Oh my. With my kayak, I'd wait till high tide comes out. <laughs> sure. And I'll run by my kayak really quick, pull the top off, change the batteries, put new ones in, and good for three days. Then I just kind of did my cycle, and it only took 20 minutes to do oh, the pumpkins. Okay. So just like I live really close, so I just carry my kayak down there really quick. And That's cool. So I maintenance anything by kayak or extension ladder, um, and when it gets big enough, maybe a scaffold. But it hasn't been that far yet. Is is it is it heavy? <laughs> Uh, it can be just depending, but the batteries, yes. I mean, that's 65 pounds. I oh, think the sign it itself. Total. Yeah, the sign. Oh, the sign itself is about 165 to 170. That's pretty pounds, heavy. Yeah. yeah. How how does it how does it hang there? Uh, st- uh, stuff called Unistrut. It's a metal channel that I use in construction. It's, if you don't know how to weld, this is what you use if you want to build a structure. And it's you can use multiple sizes, lags and bolts and stuff and attachments, and you just makes it nice and sturdy if you mount it right. And it's got some pretty good weight to it. That you can hang from it. So. Yeah. yeah. I remember talking to someone recently. We were talking about, like, the creative economy. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, you know, there, there's a – somewhere there's a line between, like, creative arts work and manufacturing. But, like, the skills that people use for manufacturing and, like, that kind of thing, like, it – all of that's really yeah, transferable. It's all over. Like it, it, all, it all works together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, what what it takes to build a theater set, what it takes to build mm-hmm. the you'll heart you'll love Tacoma sign. Yep. Like it takes uh, it takes really good know how. The trades can be really useful there. Yes, they are, and I love my trade. Yeah, and electricity is pretty good as long as you. Don't well, especially get now that we have LED lights, there's a lot of cool volts. things you can do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the thing. That's what's really made it exciting for me is LED lights because yeah. there's you can there's so many different types, and every year they get better and better and better and better. Right. And lower and lower voltages and safer and more colors and just like ah, it's kind of endless. So if I don't get on the bandwagon with art with it now, it's going to be taken over and I'm going to lose out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what what day did it first go up uh, uh, in 2019? June. Do you know roughly? Yes. <laughs> The day have, after the summer solstice. Oh, we, we 20, got the timeline here. All right. Let's I think go. it was the 20, I was, 29th. Okay. Or 20, um, is this 27th. 
last summer, though. It said Yol Tacoma. <laughs> the very I took the very first picture, and I, I love the fact I did this because it searched and it still pops up first of us. And I don't oh, know that's why. useful, yeah. But June 25th at 4, mm-hmm. 47 a.m., I took the picture that was Yol Tacoma because we didn't get the heart up. And then I put the heart up. It was uh, on June 26th. I put the heart up. So the next day. And then... The next day, it was on Instagram forever because, yeah, man, yeah. Instagram sure did oh. love that sign. Oh, dude, it was, it was sick. So Chris <laughs> Cruz, I got, we got to give credit to Chris Cruz, too, because he, he did the epic, uh, the drone shot. Yeah. Some really cool stuff and uh, some pictures we've got, and he's, he's been great to work with, too. So. Yeah. I was going to say, um, when John and uh, what, what was what was the guy with you helping you? I uh, oh, uh, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Cooper um, so. They were out, I mean, early wee hour morning. I was sitting on the dock just kind of watching, um, just making sure that the stuff on the shore wasn't going to be taken, that kind of thing. And so I wanted to see it when they first lit it up. And so he called me on the phone and said, are you ready? And when he flipped the switch the first time when that whole— Was it, was it dark or was it kind it was, of— It was, it was close to 2 in the morning. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. up for a while. Very dark. Okay. <laughs> um, and when that, when that first lit up, I mean, it was, it was thrilling to see it for the first time. I bet. Yeah, you're And um, that, that epic setting kind of has set the tone, you know, for the sign. Uh, I, We've had it in uh, what four different places now, four or five oh, different places. Okay. I, I so, saw it, I saw it downtown <laughs> during the like the holiday hall crawl. Yeah. I saw it there. Okay, so Where else has it been? I can um, if I I've got a uh, I wanted to keep track a while ago, so I did a chronological list. Mm. I got all of them in front of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 pretty sick because it's been a lot more places than you think. Actually, when I think about the fact that where it's at right now is this eleventh showing. Really, eleven? Uh, yeah. Wow. So. And the first one being Titlow. Um, Did it hang there for most of the summer? So thirty days. Oh, a little more I than took it days. down. Yeah. Okay. Um, back to normal, July twenty fourth. Last full, yeah. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. It was uh, August fourth. Okay. It was the last full picture. Yeah, five six weeks or. And five then I left the heart up by itself until August eighth. That's nice. Kind of like now the heart's up by itself right. at the beach. So. Right. At Titlow on the pier. If anybody wants to go down there to check it out, it's still there. Oh, it's there. still up. I didn't know it was Dude, still it's up. been there. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, <laughs> you have no idea what's going on with that heart. I've been getting, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Um, so the next showing was um, August 10th, Music Heart, right in the park. Uh, they did a music festival, and it was over there for the day. Then August 2nd, we 22nd, we took it on a... The Roll Tide and Grit City was there as well. Grit City Magazine, yep, yep. yeah, they've we been on the it. podcast. That was when we did the the Tacoma boat cruise with it. It was a one day thing. That's cool. Um, August twenty, September twenty eighth, we did a Grit City, a Grit, Grit City. That's all right. A Grit City show at where was the Grit City show? That was at Alma Mater, wasn't it, for the night Oh, market? yeah. Yeah. Then the August. Oh, man. We've done the convention center. We've done the night market, Alma Mater. We did Grit City. So that's three. Grit City, one year. I took it to Owen's Beach party. for one day. Nice. That was four. Nice. <laughs> the Hall Crawl, that was six. Titlow, that's seven. Um, gosh. That's like seven different places. All over places. Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. All Pretty over much. Tacoma. Gotten around. Yeah. But I was going to say, uh, with that epic 
location that John had the vision for, it set the tone for us, you know, having to kind of one-up ourselves, which is difficult. Um, Phaedra at, at Metro Parks, uh, we were talking, trying to find a spot for it for zoo lights, and that didn't work out. Mm. That's too bad. Um, I asked them Great after ideas, they said though. the, the <laughs> pilings were coming down uh, at the old Dickman Mill. So I asked if we could put it up there for a time, and I think it was just up to Phaedra. She would have been okay with it, but there were some issues, concerns about those old pilings disturbing them, probably insurance reasons. So um, we, yeah, we've got um, we've got some ideas in the works, and we're actually building another sign for a client. We can't really talk about it right now. Yeah, they're rebranding a business district. Um, I'll I'll tell you. Uh, when we can release okay. that. Um, we haven't signed the contract, but it's basically good to go. But it's going to be um, using the heart, basically the same thing. You'll love and then the rest the, of it will, right. will you know, uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Wow. And what we've talked about is we'd like to build one exponentially larger, find a <laughs> permanent spot for it downtown. Yes. yes. And, um, yeah, we, we haven't taken an official run at it yet. We've kicked around some ideas. We thought maybe, you know, would the city get behind, would the would the citizens get behind a GoFundMe to to help construct a new one and and find a, a private building owner that would let us maybe put it up there. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean it would be an a, a, I think a beautiful addition to downtown. Yep. Um Somewhere visible, about, somewhere where people can. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you'd be able to see it, and the 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 photographs that would that would be taken of that and and be shown around the country um, and beyond. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, that's uh, from a kind of a, a chamber of commerce perspective is is huge. Well, you know? I I think about. Uh, what the eat sign did at Shake Shake Shake. I mean, like the the eat sign was just like this I- iconic sign that that was uh, in every single Instagram photo for the first year that the restaurant opened was open because everyone wanted to take their picture with it. And I kind of think of this as being that for Tacoma. You know, hmm. like it's something people really I'll want to. Look to. at that sign. I don't know about that. No, <laughs> no. Oh man, okay. Okay. it tells well, you to eat. <laughs> it's very um, clear. You know that that was my idea to uh, when we were building the restaurant. I wanted to put it on the roof oh, wow. of the building. Yeah. But in dealing uh, with the building department and the sign department, you know, they're, they're very, very strict. Um, I don't quite understand that. Uh, I mean, I do to a degree where we don't want to turn a business district into um, a little Las Vegas. Right. But neon, you know, the, the old signage, the vintage signage that has the neon, which they outlawed for a time in Tacoma, Anything blinking, i.e. Uh, harbor lights, you know, that's not allowed anymore, right. which to me I think is a shame. Yeah. It adds such uh, fabric to a business community. You know, those are the things that make it interesting. I don't think they have the same hang-up in Portland or— The term or, is light pollution. Um, Austin, know. Texas. You know, these, these really vibrant—talk um, about an art scene, music scene, food scene— you know, and um, Tacoma seems to be, still be just a little stuck in their rules. And yes, we have to have rules, but um, I think some of them um, should be looked at. I mean, the yeah. sign, the sign ordinance, I think, should be one of them. It'd be and, sad if we didn't get the big Farley sign, yeah. you know, for the florist. But, uh, and imagine, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, in the meantime, the sign's going to keep popping up because that's what people call it, anyways. And I kind of enjoy doing that myself. I mean, just randomly, oh, where's a good idea for this sign to go? 
and we'd yeah. find a place and put it up. I haven't, I've only done it once as a trial to where I was like, I had a friend, and he's like, hey, can we put the sign here? I was like, okay, why not? So I brought it down, took four hours to set up, take down, uh, set up, tear down. I didn't even mount it. I put it up against the wall down over at Owens Beach. Beach. Right? Yeah, and I still need to show those pictures. Um, but yeah, and it was perfect. It was lit up, had the batteries, it was safe. I'm like, you know, this thing don't have to be mounted to a wall. It don't have to be all perfect. It can look all crooked even and still have the same meaning, if not maybe even better sometimes, because some people prefer the wires hanging down in front of uh, the sign. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. You it's know, authentic. I, I, yeah, they do. It's like, oh, it's Tacoma. It's ghetto. I'm like, no, it's not. It's clean. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm a, I get to be a little perfectionist with things, but sometimes I'm going to step back and look at the randomness too. So so, so the, the vision might be something yeah. something big maybe. Oh, if, it's, it, it could be a lot of things. I would love to see it. My if I had a magic wand, which yep. I clearly don't, uh, <laughs> but if I did, uh, we would have two of them built, and it would be up in the superstructure of the 11th Street Bridge, Ooh. one facing the freeway and one facing the bay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, talk to J.D. Elquist, the retail liaison. For downtown Tacoma partnership. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he talked to uh, Ruben McKnight. Um, they were, you know, they all love the sign, and then they have the rules, which, you know, are it's understandable. Um, it is a historic, um, I don't know if it's a historic monument, historic structure. Sure. Um, but these kinds of things are what make places iconic, you I, know? Yeah, I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. And I always feel like sometimes if you have like a— like like you can use temporary art installations as a as the the first step where you know well it's temporary it's for the summer and then mm-hmm. everyone loves something and then maybe it's a little bit easier to That's to sell it later. That's kind of what they like about what I do too because I only leave it up for thirty days at a time pretty much yeah. sometimes five weeks but I, if they're like well with the sign they're like how long is it going to stay up there yeah oh, okay I'll give they you get a little a, nervous you know, yeah you know yeah. and they're, they're just enough to like make them question. And then back <laughs> and off. Then, so that, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just kind of my kind of my thing. Do you have any other sign projects you want to work on uh, with, um, as as you keep exploring this side? Yes, of- yes, I do. Uh, it's it opens up a door electrically for me to basically like make something and then install it too. Because if I'm a contractor now, I can do both. I can make and you can sell. I can sell the sign and install the sign. Hmm. So. My goal is I'm working on this whole idea with uh, I call it a CUN CUN lights. So it'd be CUN lights is how you spell it, C U N L I G H T. Um, it's kind of it's copper and lights. C U being the periodic uh, abbreviation for copper, and it's yeah. kind of my, like a way I want to kind of brand things because that's kind of exactly what it is. I'm taking copper and I bend it and do stuff, different shapes, different whatever, and take LEDs and I either wrap them on it or I'm working on ways to do things with the frame itself being wow. conductive because it's a conductive sure. frame taking half my power out of the mm. process. So That's I'm working on things. I've got a studio right now that I've uh, just recently haven't really moved into, but just got the key this month. So I'm going to be starting to expand and do some stuff. So that get ready for cool. it. Yeah. Get ready, yeah. Tacoma. Yeah, please. <laughs> where, where can people uh, find find you on the web? Um, uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm still kind of new to all the web stuff. I don't have a web page, but I do do. I like Instagram a lot because it's just easier sure. and not drama and stuff. But you can find me. <laughs> no politics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the things I like, and if I don't like it, I just go down. J O H N James J A M E S eleven seventy seven. That's my Instagram handle. Okay. You can find me there. John James 1177. Uh, and that's pretty much for now. Yeah, that's where you get me. <laughs> what about you? 
Well, I've had the uh, 253heart.com website um, up for about 10 years. Um, I'm Steve in the 253 at, uh, on Instagram. I don't do as much there. I'm, I need to get better at that. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, I, as I mentioned, I left the restaurant world um, this last year. And um, I've started a company called the Nakarado Group. And it's about marketing and branding and, and kind of working with other businesses to, to help them understand what it takes to become more than just uh, the, the, the lease and the equipment. Uh, really, it's about striving to be an iconic brand in Tacoma. That's great. And um, my focus uh, for the last 20 years was in restaurants. And the Beach House at Purdy became an iconic brand in the yeah. first you know, five years it was open. Unfortunately, for reasons, it went away. Pacific Grill is arguably one of the best restaurants in South Puget Sound. Really Washington iconic. State. Let's. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to be uh, humble about that. But, um, you know, my brother. I, I left after three years after we started. My brother's still there, and actually, you know, better today than than he was five years ago. You know, he keeps kind of reinventing himself uh, and the menu. He just got back from uh, Puerto Rico, so there'll be some new interesting influences from his travels and. Super proud of that restaurant and that project. Um, and then Shake, Shake, Shake. Uh, it's been around six years now. Iconic yeah. brand in Tacoma. Yeah. And so there are certain things you have to do. And, and the imagery is one of them. It's a big one. The colors and the type font, or the the uh, the typeface, uh, the color, all of that stuff um, has to lend into uh, becoming a, a brand that, you know, that, that speaks to people. And then mm-hmm. beyond that, you have to have a really – sure. Excellent product. As yes, well. but but uh, having a really great burger, it's it's not enough. I mean, like shake, shake, shake. Like someone thought out every single piece of that, and you can tell it's the second the second you walk in, and and I think that that shows, and uh, that's Thank good. You. Cool, that, that. cool that you're going to be uh, helping other businesses with that as well. And the, 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 the sign, where can people find the sign on the web? Where is the sign right now? <laughs> the, the, half of it is in my house. Uh, let's see. There's something well, t- tell wrong. me about I, this, this might not go for a couple of weeks. So, so tell me into the future. Do you know when it's gonna, where it's going to be? And, uh, you know. God, I thought it was going to go on the pilings, possibly at Rustin Way, but I guess Steve says is, it's is, not happening. Is there a website that people can follow to find, to follow where it is? Okay, so yes. Uh, I typically, well, what Metro Parks has done is they've been, because they follow me on Instagram, they've been directing people when they ask questions about the heart posted on their property at Titlow Beach. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. Talk to John James. Got it. So I get this flood through, then they're like, well, he'll let us know. So that's letting me know I need to really get on it and let people know what's going on. So right now it's there. And when it comes down, uh, the heart will uh, be, I'll let people know on my Instagram. And, okay. But I'll the Yola links. Tacoma is at my house, just getting some work done to it. Okay. So. You'll, you'll love Tacoma.com is where it should be up yes. and residing. That's on me. Um, <laughs> it's on the to-do Tacoma. list to get get a website launched well, for the sign so people know where, what's right. happening with it. We should just have a blog up. You know, well, you, ha- you have the handle on Instagram, so I can yeah. make sure to, to link to that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Okay. F- last question. Uh, surprise attack. I often ask guests, like, is there any arts organization or individual artist in Tacoma who you would like to give a shout out to, who you think is doing great work for the Tacoma arts community? You think Tacoma would be lesser without them? I'm drawing this out so that you have time to think about mm-hmm. it. Oh, I don't need to say okay, anything about that. Okay, let's hear it. Chris yeah, yeah, Cruz, definitely. Chris, Chris Cruz, Creative. what do you want to say? 
I just love what he does. And I've met him on different occasions and when he's in the shoot and in his personal levels. And I've had one of his, um, he was doing a shoot for a magician once and, and he comes up to me. He's like, oh, yeah, I try to get this info out of Chris, but he never tells me what's going on. He just kind of just happens. I was like, yeah, I get that. That's, that's, that's him. That's how he works. And it always just flows through. You know, he has this idea and it just happens and you just let him do his thing and he does it and he does a good job. And, he does photography and, and vi- photography, videography, right? Drawing, web page designing, yeah. a lot of cool stuff. And he's helped out a lot of people in Tacoma That's cool. as well. So Cruise Creative, Chris Cruise, he's the shit. So. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Uh, my answer, actually, if I could um, put two of them, they, they actually are in the same space. Uh, I would first give a shout out to, to what Alma Mater has done for the mm-hmm. art scene in Tacoma. Um, really, things are being done at such a high level there. The music, the the art that um, SpaceWorks uh, helps with, um, the restaurant, Matriarch, which I don't think gets enough um, publicity. And, I mean, it's a recording studio. It's The, the Night Market is a phenomenal piece yep. of um, Amazing. Of Leah what's Taylor, Leah shout Tacoma. out to that girl right there. Yeah. And, uh, and then... In in the hive in the in the co work space, Grit City Magazine, Sarah and Sierra are doing work, and I said it before um, down at their anniversary party. Um, uh, King Five was down there for Evening Magazine, and they asked me a similar question, and I said, any big city would be proud to have Grit City Magazine telling the stories, um, the past and the current things that are happening in Tacoma, and they're doing it in such a remarkable way, Sarah doing the majority of the writing, Sierra the photography, and I'm just, uh, full disclosure, I'm also working with them. Um, We have started working together to to start bringing in more subscribers, more sponsors, more advertisers, because we want to see them not just um, kind of survive, but thrive. We really need them telling these stories. Yeah, yeah, we need more independent voices and media. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, thank you. This was a wonderful conversation. I'm really excited that people got to hear more about the sign and all of the things that informed it and uh, both of you. So yeah. thank you for your time. Yeah, thank Appreciate you for popping us. my podcast, Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eric. <laughs> Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, Go to alaskaair.com. The We Art Tacoma podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B Team, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.